Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root podcast, where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought-provoking topics. And we stay rooted in truth to to grow grow our our expression. expression. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Back to the Root. It's your boy, Ben Enoch Vasquez and... Brian G. Boom. What's going on? Uh, Today, we have a really special guest. You know, we're doing this series right now where we could keep bringing awesome brothers and sisters of Christ onto the show, uh, you know, just to switch it up a little bit. And uh, today we have our guest, Darius. What's up? What's up? Yeah. What's good? Super, super happy to be on this Back to the Root with you guys. I'm super excited. Love you guys. Yeah, we've known Darius for quite some time, right, Brian? Yeah, I've known Darius now for probably, I think it's six years. And then I know, I know Ben, you and Darius go way back. So I know you guys are, uh, that, that's the homie right there. Yep. The dynamic duel. <laughs> so obviously, I'm Puerto Rican and Darius is African American. Come on. But when we're together, sometimes people don't tell us apart or they'll be like, just. They'll be like calling us each other's names by accident, right? <laughs> it's just like, it's just that, I think that flow or like the attitude that we have. Yeah. So yeah. it's just funny. Like, you know, I would say he's definitely my close friend. Yeah. A good best friend of mine. And we have known each other since 2010. Yeah. Right? 2010. April 2010. Wow. But I, th- I think the biggest question right here is since you guys are a dynamic duo, who's Batman and who's Robin then? Uh, yeah, I think we both Batman. <laughs> yeah, you're both it's Batman. Sidekicks over here. Nah, <laughs> it's just no straight here. <laughs> we just yeah, we're both both Batman on that one. That's for sure. Nice. Maybe different capes, different outfits. Ooh, you know, different Ben's years. Is probably I like red it. with a little bit of black. Mine's probably blue and black. But oh snap, you know, we both on the same level. So that's right. Praise God, <laughs> we out here, man. <laughs> Oh, that's good, man. That's good. But yeah, we're excited to have you, uh, Darius. I think that um, it's really awesome. Honestly, uh, for everyone who doesn't know Darius, he actually um, works full time at the Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry. And so um, it's definitely an awesome time to have him here. And just he's he's seen, I know me and him have talked a little bit, but I know he's seen so many cool stuff. God do so many uh, miracles and different stuff, touching people's hearts. And so, I mean, Darius, just to start us off with, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Like, yeah, man. L- l- let's know about Darius. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some Darius, man. That's for sure. Um, so I, I actually grew up in Syracuse, New York. Um, I, I got saved when I was about 17 years old and um, had a radical um, encounter with the Lord, actually, and um, had him speak to me in my living room. I was pretty much done. Like, God, I don't like myself. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep doing life for what I, what I see life is. And um, if, if you really love me, then you're going to have to do something, you know, that kind of thing. If you're really real, then do something. And, um, and Jesus was pretty much like, if you let me love you, then I'll change your life. And from that moment on, I just got really hungry um, for him, hungry for the scripture, hungry for, um, I would say, overall encounter with the, with the Holy Spirit and, and all of that. And um, as I grew older, I went to um, a community college for about a year. And then from there, I um, had the opportunity to move to Central Asia um, to do some, um, I would say, missions work and all of that. And so um, I would say about myself, man, I'm a go-getter. I, I mean, obviously, I love Jesus with all my heart and um, it is what it is when it comes to the gospel, but at the same time, I'm just a lover of people, and I wanna, 
I want to give people the opportunity to encounter God and, and, and really his love for them, man. Because, you know, when you experience that, everything sort of falls into, into space and falls in line. And so um, beyond that, man, I love chicken wings. It's not just because I'm black, um, but I also like a good <laughs> banana pudding. Shout out to my mama, Netta. Let's go. Um, and we I had love that for Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. we did. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> she brought that. I'm jealous, man. Um, I'm jealous. And, you know, I love I love basketball and some other things, you know, like video games for sure. I just I just like chilling and having fun, man. That's that's me and, and being able to pour into people on a day to day. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm about. So I think the biggest question, Darius, that we can ask you right now and then it, it, you have to answer it right, because if not, it's going to be a big deal now for <laughs> for the wings, boneless or boned wings. You got to have bone, man. You know, there's there's a saying that we have in the black, the black community. We say. It's the bone that gives it the flavor, that gives the meat the flavor. Well, maybe not so much with chicken, but maybe more so with pork. That's how it is. But mm. I, I'm, I, I love chicken wings with bones. But I can do a good boneless, like, um, what is it, B-dubs, um, Buffalo Wild Wings has some good boneless chicken wings. But, yeah, that's my opinion. Wow. <laughs> I, I know, like, Buffalo Wild Wings, I, I thought that – there has to be a go-to for all the wings. I know that, obviously, the winglets were created in Buffalo, but, like, uh-huh. I know for me, I went to this place in Buffalo. I don't remember what the name is, but it was it was the originator of it. And, bro, they brought a platter out of, like, 60 wings. <laughs> I looked on. at that, and I started speaking in tongues. Not let me stop. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it was, it was just – it was awesome, man. So, like, I, I yeah, personally man. love the bone, bro. I love uh, the wings with the bone and everything like that. I know that – um, it's not normal for you guys to hear us talking about chicken wings or any type of, <laughs> any type of food, but watch, Ben and I are about to go into a new culinary arts podcast yeah. <laughs> and we're about to talk about the different flavors. No, nah, let me stop. <laughs> I mean, y'all should though. Why not, man? You know, come out with a cookbook too. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's, you know, that, that's good. Let's do that. <laughs> there you go. Yo, cookbook, man, yo. You, you never know what you can do. I mean, it's 2020 is about to be over. 2021 is new. So, I mean... What more can we do? I mean, there's there's so much we can do right now, and so I think that man, <laughs> sky's the limit right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, man, um, that's all. Thank you for telling us a little bit about yourself, man. And I think that, um, mm-hmm. like, like I said in the beginning, I knew Darius for six years. And I actually met him when I was going to uh, Asia, and so mm-hmm. uh, he was one of the leaders that actually helped send out my team when we went out there to equip us properly. And so mm-hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about your time in Asia leading up to the full-time ministry opportunity that you have right now. Um, totally, totally. Um, you know, it was, it was all pretty random. You know, I, that's Jesus for you. You know, I, like I said, when I first came um, into the family of God, I was more so just hungry for truth, hungry for, like I said, the Holy Spirit. Like, okay, God, if you're really real, then... Um, show me how real you are. But I also noticed that there was a fire in my heart where I was like, I just want to go anywhere and tell people about your love. Like I had encountered the love of God so strong. I was just like, everybody needs this. Everybody needs to know that there is a God who justifies us and, and makes us righteous. And he chooses to do it just because he loves us. Like that, that message was so profound for me. And so in my, in my year of um, university, um, I had met some people who um, had talked about going to Asia for about nine months and and laying their lives down for a season. And I'm like, man, that's what I want to do. 
I wasn't super interested in, in university at that time anyways. I was studying humanities and social sciences. And um, it, it, in the particular um, institution that I went to, I felt like they were always contradicting what I was learning about Jesus. And so I just said, well, I, I, I got to I gotta get out of here. I got to try something else. And so um, in going to Asia, it was um, at first just nine months and I fell in love with the culture. That's where I met Ben and um, got got to, you know, have a like-minded, like-hearted brother here who loved hip-hop and just loved street, street culture. And I'm like, man, that's, that's, that's what I'm about too. And and so, you know, in Asia, I just I just got to see the Lord do tremendous things through me. It was my first time ever baptizing people, baptizing people in bathtubs. I was like, what? Like, what is that? Like, just felt like that's what, you know, the Apostle Paul would do. You know, that's just kind of like where where I was at when it comes to that. But um, long story short, as I just c- continued to invest into that culture, into that region, um, I was asked by the leaders to, um, you know, to come back and to study the language of that country full time. And I just was like, that would be so cool. And so came back to the States for nine months and then went back and stayed there for about two years and um, just was completely rocked by God's faithfulness in my life financially. Like you can't work there, but um, the Lord, you know, just knit me with some really close supporters to pour into my life. And we saw so much fruit, man. So many people come to Jesus. So many people, um, I would say, just encounter the raw love, which is why I did it in the first place. But then I had realized um, in, in my time there that um, I was still hungering for a deeper level of supernatural um, activity in the sense of seeing God do miracles and all of that stuff. And and so I was really into Jesus Culture, which is a Christian band. And I was also into um, Bethel Music. And um, from then on, I would just worship and just like, man, I just feel the love of God. And they talk about healing people. And then I heard from the head pastor, Bill Johnson. And um, one, of, one of his messages, he talks about how the Holy Spirit is in us like a river and not a lake. And then from that moment on, I was like, yo, like there's something about this guy and how he speaks that it's like, I, I, I got to be a part of that. Like, I, I got to see what God is doing in, in California. And so long story short, I went out there, decided just to go there for about a year. Um, this is my seventh year still here now. And um, when as a, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um, went there initially just to just to learn how to do miracles and all of that stuff and how to walk in faith and power and all of that. Obviously, Jesus's power, not anything else. But um, I, I then realized that God loved me more than He loved my calling, and I'd put so much hope and trust in my calling that I forgot that He actually just loved me, and He invited me to stay longer. Um, in, in writing at Bethel, BSSM, Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. And from then on, I just said, my main role is to be a son. Yeah, the Great Commission, like that's number two. But number one is to be the best son I can be because that's what Jesus said I was worth. He said I was worth being, being his son, being his friend, being somebody that he would want to talk to. Not just me praying all the time, but God actually wants to talk to me about his ideas. Say what? And so um, from then on, I just said, okay, I'm going to commit to um, staying focused in my sonship while still also, uh, you know, being involved in trips and different things like that. I graduated all three years of the school. And then um, they asked me to come up. Let's go. BSSM, shout out. Um, And then I... uh, I decided to stay on staff. Um, well, they asked me to come on staff, and then I said yes, and just been pouring into 
um, students in our third year program as a leader in the school and going on trips and just activating people in the supernatural while also um, helping people see the, the value of their life in Christ. So that's, that's pretty much um, what I'm up to right now, too. And I'll just say, too, like, just jumping in since I know Darius, like, it was incredible to see the experience in him of, like, working with him in, in Asia for so many years. And then I saw that, like, he was really getting into, like, just watching the Bethel TV and, like, kind of worshiping and, like, just, like, that it was attracting him kind of. And I, I saw it, like, early, like, man, he's really kind of becoming part of their culture, even while he was all the way in Asia, like, learning about it. And then... When he made that move, it's so unique for right now in this season with us doing the podcast, right? Let me connect the dots. Because he, he made that move. And I remember before he left, uh, we were at one of our homies' house for church. And they had a big map on the wall. And uh, just like a map of, of the world or whatever. And um, the Lord told me, and this is before, before, I believe it was before he made the decision officially to go to California that he said, he showed me on the map, he, I took my finger and I kind of traced it where we were at in Asia and I looped it around all the way to Cali. You know, like I, I, I went like that and moved my hand from where we were at all the way to Cali. And God said, Ben, I'm sending you and Darius on two different boats right now. Wow. And that God is sending Darius on a boat to California. He's like, but eventually you're going to go on a boat and you're going to meet him around again. And so you're going to meet him again and, and work with him again. Wow. And so I wow. saw that and I was like crazy. And now look at it. That actually took what seven years to happen. Mm -hmm. And now full circle is I came and now I moved to Cali and now mm -hmm. I live next door to Darius mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like literally next door. And so I just think that something that was such a, a kind of prophetic vision that became so literal, like I, even after I moved back to the States, I still didn't think that I would be moving to California. Like that wasn't my first thoughts or whatever right mm -hmm. so the fact that it's kind of all happened the way it's happened it's just really cool to see that there there was a season where we got to serve together and now there's another season and we're both in different places now than we were even seven years ago mm. um and it's just so cool to see like totally what god's doing in that and um it's powerful yeah it's just it's pretty awesome he, he knows what he's doing amen that's so good man it, it goes to show that honestly God's timing is better than our own. And we see that time and time again. You know, the Lord. So, and see, that's why it's so important. Whoever is, uh, I think there's a big thing on believers that they have to be, oh, I have to be in my calling. Oh, I have to be in this. I have to be in that. Remember one thing. If it's out of the Lord's time, you're doing it in your own way. Wow. That's why we have to know that God has a time and place for everything. That's why it's so important that we trust in the Lord, that we pray, that we get into his word and get equipped. So when the time comes, the Lord will move and the Lord will do what he said he's going to do. Same, like what Ben just said, uh, when Ben and Darius were in Asia together, Ben, uh, the Lord already told Ben that he was going to meet back up with Darius already. And then Ben was just like, that. I had no plan to do that. And then in that instance, Ben was doing his own thing. Darius is doing his own thing. But God brought them back together. Why? Because God has a plan and a purpose. And he sees past our man-made plans. We may, have, we may have our lives, quote unquote, figured out. But God already has our life written out. And so that's why we can trust in the Lord. And you guys can trust in God that he is faithful, that he is just, and he will do what he says he will do. So I think that just hearing that story off, 
I mean, I, I think that's really good just to see. And even knowing the both of you guys, both of you guys are so awesome. Um, and even just seeing what the Lord is doing, like, even seeing how Ben went to Cali. And so for those, those of you guys who don't know, I actually was living by Ben before he moved to Cali. And so um, just seeing what, when he when he told me first and foremost, he's like, the Lord is calling me to California. I got sad. I'm not even going to front, y'all. Ben is the homie, man. And so, but um, when when he, I knew it was Holy Spirit led. So when he went down and met up with Darius, you already knew that the Lord was working. And so that's why, guys, listen to the call of the Lord. And so I think that even so, Darius, I want to point it back a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. To when you uh, can you can you tell us uh, tell us of an experience that now that you've been in Bethel for so many years of when you heard so clearly from the Lord to do something, and that you walked in what the Lord did and how the Lord moved. Oh man, that's such a good question, man. You know, it's so funny. Like you know, now I get to pick and choose which ones I can like <laughs> talk about because it, they've been so I don't know, man, so real and just hearing how God speaks. But um, one thing in particular that has stood out to me. Um, I would maybe in 2016. So little backstory. Um, even though I, I I went to a specific nation in Asia, um, I have a huge heart for Japan, and um, I've been praying for Japan since I first got saved. Really before I went um, on missions, and uh, I, I, I even in my time in missions um, in the different countries that we went to. I, uh, I really, I, I prayed so much for Japan. It was like, I was like consumed by God's heart for, for that land and for its people. I mean, they're really cool, man. Like anime and, you know, all of that stuff. It's just, they're, they're cool people. But um, I remember being in my second year here in 2016 in Reading. And um, there we have um, ministry trips that you can go on with certain leaders. Um, and you ha obviously you have to pay for it, you have to raise support. And then those trips will vary between three to 10 days, depending on how far you go and what it is. And so um, Pastor Bill Johnson was um, leading an, a, a trip to Asia. So it was Japan, Thailand, and Singapore. And so back then, the tuition for school was $4,500, okay? That's a lot of money. And I wasn't working back then. That that's that was a lot. And um, that trip, I had just we I had just paid off. Well, somebody had blessed me with money to be able to do school, and then that trip was thirty five hundred. And so after like exactly right. <laughs> and so um, wow, you know, right after um, you know, my tuition's paid off. This opportunity comes up, and I remember looking on my laptop, and I'm like, I can't do that. But that would be so cool to go with somebody I see as a spiritual dad. Um, and then to go to a nation um, that that I've you know prayed for 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 so long for the first time and um, and so <laughs> no lie I was just like I'm not gonna do that like I can't do it the next day I wake up in the morning and I'm on my way to class and I feel like Jesus is like Darius you should give us some thought I want you to go on that trip and I'm like what but you know when God speaks like your mind in and of itself is like uh yes. that's impossible. And then, yeah. but when it's Jesus, you like, you all of a sudden have faith. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, I just said, okay. And so I'm, I call my mom and I'm like, mom, I feel like God wants me to go on this trip. Just be praying. I'm going to think about three or four people to reach out to and, and, you know, say whatever, you know? And so later that day, a friend of mine had reached out to me um, and she's from the Seattle area. She said, Darius, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing pretty good and all of that. She's like, cool. And, 
And she was like, anything cool happened? I'm like, well, you know, I just got my tuition paid off. She's like, praise God. And there's this other trip and just be praying for me. So I have three people, four people in mind that I can reach out to and I'll start tomorrow. And, you know, just be praying for me um, to be able to, uh, you know, go on this trip. And out of nowhere, she's just like, okay, I'll pray for you. How much is it? I'm like 3,500. She's like, oh yeah, that's a lot, man. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> and um, she's like, I'll be praying for you. Need a lot of prayer. <laughs> and then, um, you know, we talked a little bit, yeah, fasting, right? And uh, and I uh, got off the phone and then maybe like 10 minutes later, she texts me and she was like, Darius, I think I'm going to pay for that trip for you. Oh, and so Whoa, she paid the, the, the whole thing. thing. I didn't even ask her, didn't say anything. I just said, pray. And she Come said, on, I want to pray for that whole 3,500 for wow. you. Come on, Jesus. Let's go. And that right there, like I was, I remember we had a service that night because we had a conference happening and um, I was so overwhelmed by God's goodness. I couldn't talk. All I could do was groan. I'm yeah. crying. I, I can't say thank you because it was like from way back in 2011, you know, or 2010, like, it's like, I've been wanting to go to this place for so long. Yeah. And then here I am in Reading, going with the spiritual dad, mm -hmm. and it's all paid for. And it's out of the kindness of somebody's heart, just because I said wow. yes. And it happened all within a day. And that's patience, too, because even though that was instant in that moment with the finances, you literally were in Asia next door to Japan. But you had to wait all those years to God send you all the way to California to get you all the way back to Japan. Absolutely. Right? So it's like That's so good. We were literally we were a few hour flight from Japan mm. that whole time. But he didn't even go until, you know, years later when he went back. And he went with his spiritual father. He got yeah. to go with Bill Johnson. So it wasn't I looked at that, that was a huge deal. He sent me I still remember the vid mm -hmm. uh, the uh, picture he sent. Because mm -hmm. he's just sent a picture of him and Bill just sitting in Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> and they're just chilling. Yeah. And it was like, your boy went to the promised land of Japan, and he went with Bill. It's yeah. like, you God God didn't even say, Darius, I'm going to just send you to Japan. I'm going to send you with Bill. Exactly. So it's like, you got, that was like a double ice cream sundae or something. Exactly. I don't know. That was more than what you asked <laughs> Got some sprinkles on there, too. Yeah, yeah, extra, exactly. You got extra sprinkles. And it just, <laughs> you know what I'm and it goes on with what you were saying, Brian, because when you wait, and you just wait on the Lord's timing, It'll be better at the end because, yes, I was like, I would go to Ben when we lived in Asia. I'm like, I can go right now. I got money. Yeah. Man, I can go we'll if I could do it. Time. But he was willing, Jesus was willing to wait that whole time so I could go with Bill. But it, it, see, it's so like, I, I want us to stay on that a little bit because I think that this point is so powerful. And I know you guys can agree. Uh, Darius, when did you start praying about Japan? Was it 2010? It was, two, yeah, 2010, the beginning of the year, 2010. 2010, he, can, he starts to pray. And some of you guys might be in this place right now that you're starting to pray and you feel like you don't want to pray because you don't know if it'll ever come to, uh, come to reality. Because the moment that we start praying is the moment that we, we start believing in the impossible because we serve an impossible God. So the moment that the prayer starts, that's the moment that the Holy Spirit takes over. Mm. And it took Darius six years but when Darius went, it was so powerful. You just, you guys just heard him. He went with Bill Johnson, his spiritual father, and then he went with Ben the next time, one of one of his best friends. And so, if you see right here, the persistent prayer that you go in when you're in the secret place with God, you guys, I have to encourage each and every single person right now. And then Ben, you can speak into this in a little bit, or even Darius, but. You guys have to note that prayer is not just there just so we when we need it. Mm. Prayer is there to sow seeds. Prayer is there to ask for impossible 
things. Prayer is there to speak to a God who loves us so much that he sees our heart and he has a plan and a purpose for each and every single one of us. So guys, it took Darius six years. Do not stop praying. I, I want to encourage each of you right now, do never stop praying, whether it takes six years, 10 years, 20 years, or even one year or, or days. Guys, God is faithful and he will move when he is ready to move. Mm, so good. That's good, man. That's so powerful. You know, we say over here that um, when we pray, if an answer is delayed, it, the delayed answer comes with interest. It comes with extra. And so we can be perseverant, like you said, in our prayers and, and knowing that it's for us. God's thinking for the best possible outcome. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so uh, we're getting ready to close up. Darius, thank you so much for coming on here and just talking with us, man. Can you just give a little bit, maybe a little uh, words of wisdom uh, to our listeners? Yeah. Anything that you can encourage anyone with or just really speak from your heart in this last minute or so of just words of encouragement? Um, I, th I think it goes on with what um, Brian and Ben have said. It's, it's you know, our, our, our walk with Jesus is a walk that... Um, it's the most important thing that we can do, but at times it can feel like it's not really going anywhere, you know? But I just want to encourage you that um, God knows you. He loves you. He's so proud of you. He, you are his greatest idea. He, God had a really good dream, and he wrapped skin around it, and it was you. God has something for you that is beyond what you can comprehend or what you can understand, and he, he is so for you. And so when it comes to being steadfast, do not lose hope, especially in this season with COVID and, you know, potential lockdowns and different things that are happening. I know Christmas season's coming and, you know, it could be, be hard Christmas to, for a lot of exactly, people. yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, losses and family, just know that the Holy Spirit, um, he's, he's, he's with you and you have all that you need. Yeah, I love you guys and super, super thankful to be on here as well. So it's a great opportunity. Amen, brother. So yeah, man, you guys heard it here first at Back to the Root with our guest Darius. Again, Darius, thank you so much for coming. And until next time, guys, stay rooted. And keep growing. Boom. <laughs>